his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Now we've got Bedlam. Oh, I love Brooks' reaction. Here it is again. Here's Arizioni using the defenseman as a screen. A good low shot. Just the kind of goal that Arizioni scored about two weeks ago against the Soviets' Madison Square Garden. There's Pravukin going down to try to block the shot. It goes under. Going on right now. Morrow up to Schultz. Five seconds left in the game. Do you believe in miracles? Yes! Unbelievable. It's crowded, you still can find some room for broken-hearted lovers to cry February 22nd, 1956, not only George Washington's birthday, not only Ash Wednesday today, but in that 1956, February 22nd, Elvis Presley debuted on the radio. With his hit single, Heartbreak Hotel, the rest was history, says Murph. Yes, indeed, Murph. It's true. And, of course, any of you over a certain age, let's say you got to be about 50, maybe, maybe even a little younger, maybe 45 to remember this, maybe uh, in that area. The miracle on ice takes place in Lake Placid, New York. This country was down. Jimmy Carter was the president talking about malaise. I mean, we had Joe Biden. Fortunately, he was not as malicious and sick as Joe Biden. But he's a terrible president. Terrible leader. And the country needed something. To lift us out of the Carter-imposed malaise. We thought our best days were behind us. We did not know Ronald Reagan was coming. But what happens in 1980, which happened to be the presidential election year as well, the U.S. Olympic hockey team upset the Soviets. Now, for those of you who are not aware or are too young, The United States players were amateurs. They were college kids. They did not play professional hockey. In fact, most of them didn't even play after they won this gold medal. 
And so in the semifinal rounds, we face the mighty Soviets, who are the best players in the world. And I, we, we couldn't believe it. I remember watching the game in my fraternity up at Rochester. And they're, they're ahead. And we're, well, okay, when's this going to fall apart? And the match goes on. The game goes on and on and on. And the, the Americans are still in the lead. And then Al Michaels finally made that incredible call. They had to, to win and beat Sweden, though. To win the gold medal, and how they uh, that that tells you the metal and the heart of this American team. Because after that anti, everything was anticlimactic. After that, they beat the Soviets. It was unreal and on American soil at Lake Placid. I I can't tell you. I it was. It was the beginning of an American rival, a revival, which I pray, pray, pray we can make happen again. We've overcome horrible leadership before in critical times. We've overcome it. And I'm, I'm telling you, this Olympic hockey victory over the Soviets, who were our main geopolitical rivals. China was not even a factor of consequence at this time. It was America and its allies and the Soviets and its allies. And our amateurs beat their seasoned pros. And it was it was so remarkable, it's hard it is hard to capture that. Except Have you ever heard a sports announcer that excited? And and I'm talking about a national sports announcer covering the Olympics as a whole, not for America. And Al Michaels made that remarkable call. Among many, he's done his career, but that, that is his nadir. That is his best. That is his most incredible. Yeah, I... It... It began an American revival after the blase 70s. We had a a president impeached. We discovered so many things in the decade of the 70s about our country that were distressing. We had had, uh, left the Vietnam disgracefully. And they were trying to tell you we didn't. We did peace with honor. No, we didn't, Richard Nixon. No, we didn't, Henry Kissinger. Yeah, you had to get us out, but you could have gotten us out maybe another 10,000 lives earlier. I'm talking about just the American side. But we had this, this blasé 70s. Even the architecture and the clothes were awful. Sports was great, though. I must say that in the 70s. But this was the American Revival. It it really was. It was the start of the American Revival. It was remarkable. And uh, I I can't hear that enough. I really can't. But good stuff. Good stuff. Well, the um, Bob Cadaro show on TV, it's the only time I'll have to promote it this Sunday. 
We're going to have Dr. Brian France, and we're talking about implants. I mean, that's a big deal for a lot of us, isn't it? I, I haven't lost any teeth yet. In fact, they had to take teeth out because I had too many. That's years ago. And Dr. Brian France is going to talk about that, a, a quality of life procedure that it's incalculable. So he'll talk about that on Sunday at 1130 on WNEP, 1130 AM, 1130 uh, AM on WNEP TV. And we're going to have Rebecca Martino. You hear her on this show, and, and we actually featured her a little bit about pets. She's going to have a monthly feature on the on the Bob Cadaro show on TV. But we made her our power player of the week because I, I wanted to find out, well, what makes this woman tick? And she was a nurse, very successful, and just decided to risk it all, her and her husband, and open a pet supply up in Clark Summit. And stately pet supply. How do I forget that? And so she opened stately pet supply with her husband. They put it all on the table. And I start hearing her commercials on WILK during my shows. And she's talking about buy local. She's not talking about stately pet supply. She's talking about buy local. And I said, this is fascinating. It, it's either the most ingenious advertising, disguised, and even if it is, it's an incredible service to the community because we need our local businesses. We have to support them. We cannot be a branch town. We have to be locally owned businesses we have to be supported by them we they have to be the core of our community in any event rebecca martino i said let's have her on i want to talk you know find out what makes her tick what made her make this leap and i don't want to say it's a safe profession but certainly economically it is being a nurse you know you're always going to do well you know you're always going to have a job and yet uh, she and her husband rolled the dice and and we're going to talk to Rebecca Martino about all of that competing against the big box stores and everything that she does day to day. So we're we're excited to do that on Sunday on the Bob Cadaro show on TV. And of course, all of our editions are available on YouTube as is the um Interview with Joe Snedeker, Mr. Curiosity, and the sober sit-down I did with Scotty Stooch. So, <laughs> Bruce from Mancoke wants to know why we're not talking about breast implants. I'll get Dr. France on it. <laughs> He's wondering why dental implants. Well, dental implants are a necessity. I don't think you could argue that bre- uh, breast implants are, well, except... Obviously, in the case of breast cancer. Now, here's something. I remember I was at the Fox and Hound restaurant. Oh, my gosh. That was in Daleville. I was with my mom, 14 years old. 
We were all riveted to the television at the bar. Also that special night in 77 when Reggie hit the three homers in game six. Same bar, same spot. And and Fox and Hound was a class place, wasn't it? That was in the days when you just didn't go to restaurants, at least as kids. When we went to a restaurant, it was you did cartwheels. Hmm. Somebody said, uh, "Well, again, let's let's talk about who we're honoring today." John Michael Klingman, Sunbury. Phineas Slayton. Vermont. But these are relatives of Jeff and Shannon Slayton Lewis. They're sixth great-grandfathers. I don't know if you say sixth removed, but going back that far, these relatives fought in the Revolutionary War for us. They literally made us free. And if you go back to the lineage of the of Jeff Slayton Lewis and Shannon Slayton Lewis, they also had great grandfathers in the Civil War. It's just remarkable, absolutely remarkable. Um. Bob, hope you enjoyed China's Joe's State of the Ukraine Union speech. Disgraceful, disturbing, basically embarrassing us once again. They can keep him. Thanks, says Jeff from Carbondale. I I, I can't disagree with you. And I'm up in the air just a little bit about this Ukraine. Well, actually quite a bit. I go back and forth on it. Um, I think there's a true threat that Putin, if he gets Ukraine, and he didn't get it easily, and he's paid a dear price, goes next to Poland, goes next to Estonia, Lithuania, those countries who were able to extricate themselves from the old Soviet Union and not continue to be satellites of Russia. And they feel a real threat. And does does Putin do them next if he wins in Ukraine? It's a legitimate fear. It's a fear that these countries themselves feel. They feel it's all on the line. Now we don't ha- we cannot have their outlook or mentality remember because in fact the United States has never been invaded we had our territory attacked on 9/11 and Pearl Harbor but realistically speaking we've never been overrun with a foreign army the way these countries of eastern europe have We cannot appreciate their mindset. And they are our allies. So my problem is the horrible, stupid, 
incompetent, idiotic leadership that is managing this situation, that helped create it through their idiocy. Everybody knows this. And this is not just a statement off the top of my head. If Donald Trump was president of the United States, had he been reelected, we would not be talking about Ukraine. Period. The Russians would not have gone in. Period. And had they gone in, instead of these silly sanctions, which have done nothing to the Russian economy, in fact, they've, they're prospering, which is why Putin could keep the lid on somewhere around 100,000 casualties in this war. If we had been pumping all out exploring, distributing, and exploiting the American energy industry. Putin could not have done this. He would not have even thought of it. So the ineptitude, the weakness, the sheer stupidity of our leadership, Joe Biden at the top, caused this war. At the same time, now we're here. You've got to supply them. But what the Biden administration has done, and I don't know why, you claim it's almost existential to the United States, this defense of Ukraine. And yet you slow walk the materials and weapon systems they need. I don't understand that. You're either all into supplying this or you're not. And I remind you again for those Biden defenders among our our listenership, among our disjointed and uh, disheveled family on this show. Joe Biden thought, along with the intelligence community, which is wrong about everything, always has been, and apparently always will be, this war was going to be over in three days. Get Vladimir uh, Zelensky out. It's over. Once the Russians want Ukraine, it's over. False. False. Somebody corrects me. Uh, We were invaded in 1812, War of 1812. Thank you. I, I hadn't thought of that. We weren't completely overrun as these countries were, but we were invaded. So thank you for that. Yeah, so this is the problem I have. And we have this bumbling fool in charge. And there is a true threat. He's he's accomplished one thing. He's brought the Russians and the Chinese who've historically hated each other. Fought border skirmish after border skirmish. With real deaths on the line, by the way. He's brought them together. That That's Joe Biden's primary uh, foreign policy accomplishment. To bring the Russians and the Chinese together. Unreal. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. 
But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. As we continue to honor revolutionary war veterans, John Klingman and Phineas Slayton, relatives of Jeff and Shannon Slayton Lewis. Sixth, that's their sixth great-grandfathers. So they're tied right in. And I mentioned again that they had great-grandfathers in the Civil War fought for us. It's, it's, it's a remarkable thing. Joe from Trips Park says, Trump's strength and willingness to talk to Putin would have avoided this entire situation. More importantly, Joe, more importantly, because their options are limited in a country that borders Russia, that being Ukraine. The uncorking and unleashing of American energy would have meant that Europe could not be held hostage as Putin suspected they would be. He didn't realize that they were on a path that the United States is trying to follow, by the way, of self-immolation, of destroying themselves to the climate god that they worship. And so <laughs> the Europeans still taking Russian energy, still accepting it, and still people from around the world. But with Trump at the helm, we were plowed on the energy front, period. And that is the primary weapon the Russians have. So it's what it is. He continues, by the way, Joe. Does Mexico do a better job at the border because of Trump's strength and negotiations? Biden is a weak puppet, and they know it. So they don't bother. He's like a yeah, he's like a substitute teacher to them, and they're bad students. Yeah, you go crazy when the substitute teacher comes in. You really do. Uh, somebody texts in Bob. If the NATO countries are worried about being taken over by Russia, then maybe they should step up a little harder now while we're trying to help them. You're right, and they should. And see, as soon as. Trump left the stage, and weak-kneed Joe Biden came in. And before this reality of Russia actually attacking became a possibility, the NATO countries didn't have to spend on their own defense. And I want to clear something up. Donald Trump is not a master of syntax, okay? So he always sort of jumbles things up, whether it's tapping my wires when he meant something else. But he was right, but his words were bad. He's just poorly chosen. There is not, per se, a contribution to NATO. That's not what we're talking about. When they said they would contribute by agreement and had agreed, the European countries, our fellow NATO allies, 
had agreed to spend a percentage of their gross domestic product. They agreed to spend a, a, a percentage of their gross domestic project product on their own defense. Not as a contribution to NATO, but for their own defense. Let's, let's be clear on that point. There's no, like, monetary contribution going to NATO that they're in arrears on. It's that they agreed to spend a percentage of their gross domestic products on their militaries and did not live up to that agreement, okay? Very important because it's different. So. <sighs> Somebody says, Bob, your, your voice doesn't have the same vigor it did when you were broadcasting in the studio. Well, I, I, I certainly have the same vigor. I'm in a lather today talking about actual revolutionary war soldiers who we have a connection with it's 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 remarkable i told you about jeff lewis what a great musician performer he is well he's also got some great relatives quite obviously now yeah this is what it is this is a joe biden anthony blinken Pete Buttigieg, you name it. Jennifer Granholm created disaster. Lloyd Austin, Jake Sullivan, name all the incompetent boobs who gave us our foreign policy, who've been embarrassed and upstaged by the Chinese continually, who've shown nothing but weakness, who gave us the withdrawal from Afghanistan, that sickening withdrawal. All of them are the cause of this attack on Ukraine. Just as much as Vladimir Putin. Because he saw weakness, and like the dog, the rabbit dog that he is, he attacked it. And that's what these countries do we'll take a break we're going to hear the news from paula degnan then we're going to come back with jessica frine of the providence pregnancy center and mark hauck co-founder and president of the king's men and the pro-life activist who was raided and arrested by the FBI and just won an acquittal in a Philadelphia federal courtroom. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at penfed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 